your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, hockey fans. I am Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is once again brought to you by the lovely folks over at Locker Room. This episode is, of course, brought to you like Locker Room, like I just said. So download the app and join me Friday morning around 9.30, 10 o'clock or so, uh, as we discuss the Carolina Hurricanes. So get in on the action and download the Locker Room app today. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. And as always, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes on Facebook at Locked on Hurricanes Podcast. And you can follow myself on Twitter and Locker Room at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And if you can't tell already, welcome back to Locked on Hurricanes After Dark. It's been a minute, folks. It has. I'm sorry. These are fun. They get a little out of hand sometimes. And today's episode is going to be no different as, uh, like I mentioned, we were going to talk about you know the Hurricanes um, and award season as well as an issue, you know, going on with the NHL right now is when it comes to releasing their playoff schedules. And what is taking them so long? I don't know. Do you know? I don't know. We're going to find out, though. Um, and into this episode, uh, like I mentioned, uh, is an After Dark episode. So tonight we are drinking the Waterboys IPA by Champion Brewing Company, feeding into uh, Laura Saba's uh, from Locked On Canadians uh, to my brand of being an IPA guy. I'm sitting here in old lacrosse shorts, uh, a American Eagle hoodie. I, I don't know what shirt, uh, but yeah, I am wearing a shirt. I mean, there, that, there it is. There is that. Um, but uh, you know, getting on into the awards situation, yeah, you know, I tweeted out, you know, you know, Alex Andelkovich for Calder, Jordan Stahl for Selkie, Rod Brynmore for uh, Jack Adams, and uh, Jacob Slavin for Lady Bing. Um, and you know, there is obviously a lot of stiff competition for all these awards. Uh, you know, I think, you know, Rod Brindamore, um, should be, you know, the mo is the most likely to win any of those. Um, that, I mean, you can't sleep on, you know, guys like Coach Quinville down in Florida your, and your head coach up in Minnesota. You can't sleep on those guys. I think those will probably be your three finalists this year. Um, but, um, you, you look at the poll that Pierre Lebrun, um, you know, just did, uh, where, you know, he polled NHL GMs, you know, is, you know, who they think it would win that should win the Jack Adams this year. And, you know, 17 out of, I believe 28 said, uh, Rod Brendamore, which is great. I mean, you look at 
what he's done with this team, you know, just this season alone. Because, you know, I've said in the past, you know, look at what he's done over the past three years. And people are like, oh, you know, it's not, you know, three years worth, you know, this season. Yeah, look at what he did this year. You know, he, his team is in the division with the defending Stanley Cup champion and the defending Western Conference champion. You're supposed to finish maybe second, third. You weren't supposed to go out and win the damn division. Be a top five team in the league all year long and have a legitimate shot to win the President's Trophy. Um, you weren't supposed to be that. You're supposed to be good, but not that good. Um, and, you know, the respect that he garners from his locker room that is... Yeah, well, 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 well documented of, you know, the respect that they have for him. They've said in many interviews, um, you just take all of that into account. Um, just this season alone, take the other seasons out of it. He should by far, you know, win the award. Um, again, you know, don't sleep on a guy like uh, Coach Quinville down in Florida and how he turned that team around, you know, a team that, it maybe would have been the fourth seed. Um, you know, they're kind of a bubble team. You know, they'd be just making the cut. Um, and then they went out, uh, had a real shot to win the division, were in the running for the President's Trophy as well. Um, yeah, you look at that, you can't take that away from them either. Um, but I think a lot of people are going to take, you know, what Brendan Moore has done over the past few years into account as well um i forget who votes on that um but i do see them you know having that stuff in the back of their head as well like okay you know this team went from a laughing stock of the nhl you know could have been moved um you know to quebec or wherever um and you know turn them into a legitimate contender again in a very very short amount of time you do all that, I think that's going to carry some weight when it comes to voting as well. I really do. Um, but we'll see, you know, when it comes to the other awards, you know, um, the other one I think is the closest to legitimately happening is Jacob Slavin for the Lady Bing. Um, you know, obviously, you know, that's a war that, you know, goes with a sportsmanship and Jacob Slavin should have won it last year. Um, but, you know, you how can you not give it to him? Um, you, know, you look at, you know, how he conducts himself on the ice, off the ice. You know, if he's finished the season with a total of two penalty minutes. Um, he is a fantastic, uh, person on the ice and off the ice. Um, and then, you know, also with that word, you know, you, you know, quality play as well, and he's one of the most underrated defensemen in the league. You know, you look at his puck handling skills and all that stuff. He's an amazing defenseman. Yeah, he doesn't necessarily put up the points of a you know John Carlson or something like that, but yeah, he's an amazing defenseman. And yeah, I saw you know, guys mention like Austin Matthews. I'm like, really? We're gonna talk about Austin Matthews. The one who had disorderly conduct charges against him for mooning a chick about sportsmanship. And then he won the same season, you know, year that that happened. 
he won that award. That is total bullshit. Um, and everybody knows that. Yeah, those charges were dropped, but really, you don't give it to him. That's uh, bullshit. Uh, yeah, very unsportsmanlike there. I should not have won that award, but yeah, I think Slavin should definitely win that. I remember there was that one uh, ax- accidental high stick, I believe it was, is a few weeks ago. And you could tell immediately, like, when he did it, like, it was an accident. He had that, oh, shit, look on his face. Um, and, you know, it's, he has got to get that award at some point. He seriously, seriously does. Um, but, you know, that does it for, you know, the two that are locks, in my opinion, or should be locks. Um, we'll talk about the other two with Ned and Stahl in just a moment. Because first, I want to talk to you guys about Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans the app is free to download and once you're in you can talk with me other fans athletes and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport i'll be hosting rooms for locked on hurricanes once a week and yes you can finally join in on the conversation you hear every day locker room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course reacting to the biggest news or rumors. You'll have the chance to chat with me and might even have a chance to be featured on the Locked on Hurricanes podcast through our Locker Room conversations. So be sure to join me Friday around 9.30, 10am to join in on the action folks i'm looking forward to it and you should be too so go download the free locker room app now currently available on all ios devices and be sure to create a profile link your twitter and join the nhl group for the latest league updates follow me at jared ellis underscore 96 same as my twitter handle to be notified when my room goes live i know you won't want to miss it i'm planning on being live Friday around 10:30, 9:30, 10 a.m. And I can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the Carolina Hurricanes. See you there, locker room, changing the way we talk sports. And when we're having that locker room conversation, you know, it's gonna be in the morning, maybe a little bit hungry. And there's one thing that has you covered there, and that is of course Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. And did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor? You guys know mine is peanut butter brownie. You know I love peanut butter, I love brownie, so it's the perfect conversation combination for me. And there's something for everyone. Um and if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. And all Built Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. And they're also great for keto diets. So they're great for the health conscious individual. And right now, you can go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order when you use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Now, the other two awards um, being Jordan Stahl uh, for the Selkie Award. That's obviously a you know the best you know defensive forward award, and yeah, that's the award you know his head coach uh, Rod Brindmore won twice um, in his career. Um, I do think it'll be tough for Stahl. It's also worth noting 
uh, Jordan Stahl has been named the Carolina Chapters of the Pro Hockey Writers Association uh, nominee for the Bill Masterson Award, so big congratulations to him. He was nominated back in the 2017-2018 season. I also believe he was a finalist that year as well. Um, so big congratulations to him. He's had a real bounce back season, which is, you know, you look at the season he's had, and I think, you know, that should definitely carry some weight um, into this awards conversation. It'll really be hard, uh, him being in the same division as Alexander Barkov, who, as much as I love Stahl to win it, I think that'd be great. The numbers are finally there for him uh, this year. Um, which, you know, they hadn't been in years past. Um, it'll be hard going against a guy like Barkov. I think Barkov, you know, is definitely the favorite right now for it, um, which is understandable. Guys had a hell of a season. Um, I don't think anyone's really going to deny that there. But, you know, I love to see Stahl finally come away with some hardware. That's something he really hasn't done in his career. And, you know... The older he gets, you know, the harder it's going to be for him to do it. And I think this year he does have a shot. Again, I think Barkov is probably the favorite. Um, but I could definitely stall being a finalist and a bit of a dark horse in that race there. And speaking of dark horses in a race for a trophy, I think Alex Ndelkovich, um has really put himself in the conversation for the Calder Trophy. I know I've obviously mentioned, you know, Vesna, you know, it comes to him, but, you know, even though, you know, his numbers statistically are better, you know, than a Marc-Andre Fleury, Connor Hellebuck, Andre Vasilevsky, he didn't play the amount of games that those guys did. His workload wasn't there, you know, alongside theirs. So that's why, you know, he may get, you know, a vote or two, um, but, yeah, he's not, you know, coming away with that. Um, the Calder Trophy is the one I think he could have a shot at. Um, it's obviously not one that goes to goalies, obviously. Um, but, you know, I think he, the insane, insane, insane season that he had um, really turned some heads, especially towards the end of the regular season. You really started seeing him pop up in that conversation more um not only like on nhl sites but you know uh you know nbc and you know all these other um people just reporting about hockey whether you know again be you know one of the big dogs like nbc or the nhl themselves or just guys on youtube um you know talking about calder trophy you know alex is name is getting brought up more and more and more um Again, you know, with guys like uh, Kaprizov and Robertson, um, who I think, you know, probably, it would probably be Kaprizov, you know, as much as I hate to admit it, you know, the guys had a hell of a season, uh, but Ned should definitely be in that conversation. He really should be. He's had, you know, the best season for a rookie goaltender out of anyone. Um, and again, an argument for the Calder um, has been the same as Vesna stuff. Uh, his workload wasn't there as compared to the other guys. I'm like, yeah, you're right there. You know, I'm not going to die. You know, he didn't play as many games as those guys, but it's like the Hurricanes are running a three goalie system. Yeah, you know, they're gonna. He's not gonna play as many games as them. And 
you're a fool if you're trying to deny all that stuff. Um, and, you know, it's he sh really should be in that conversation. I do think he probably will be a finalist for the Calder Trophy. Um, but as much as, you know, I want him to win that and think he is very deserving of that award, I mean, he's not you know, scoring goals, you know, like Kaprizov and, you know, people want to see goals scored. Yeah. It's just like, you know, the Heisman trophy you know, goes to quarterback and NFL MVP goes to quarterback, you know, that's the same thing, you know? Uh, so it sucks, but you know, he very well could be a dark horse for it. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if he won it, uh, because he's very deserving, but, at the end of the day, I do think it'll probably go to Kaprizov. Now, folks, that we've had our you know discussion about where the Hurricanes you know legitimately stand you know in award season, it's time to take out our tinfoil hats. Um, so get those out. You know, oh, tinfoil hats on. All right. So now we're gonna discuss. What the hell the NHL has been doing when it comes to releasing the fucking playoff schedule? Right after this. Now you guys know me. You know I love the slow memes, the rocket ships. Day trading can be a lot of fun. But if you want to grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon, you should open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Wealthfront can create a globally... A portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on the preferences you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can cover the low annual 0.25 adversary fee. Best of all, it's all automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth in the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash locked on NHL to start growing your savings. Go to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL and get started today. Now, of course, the NHL playoffs are right around the corner. We're just waiting on those schedules. So while we're doing that, go place your bets on who you think is going to win the Stanley Cup at the only place that we trust to do our sports betting, and that is betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get the latest news, odds, and info and for all of your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head 
to, over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as the teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device today and sign up to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code Locked On. That's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. So, I got a couple theories, folks. Um, you know, first and foremost, you know, I think one that it could be, you know, a thing uh, is, you know, we all know. Gary Bettman looks like Gru from the Despicable Me movies. What if, you know, the reason that, you know, the playoff schedules or the full playoff schedule isn't out yet is because he's off filming, you know, a live action Despicable Me. Maybe, maybe not. I don't think... That's the one. I don't. Yeah, as it could happen. It could happen. He would be perfect casting for that. Um, I don't think that's the case, you know, because they did announce a few games, you know, earlier today. Um, you know that that's cool, but it's all like the Canadian teams, like the like you know who cares? Um, you know, other than Canada, but yeah, your your bacon's fake. Uh. God, I'm sorry, uh, Nicole, um, long-time listener, day one listener. Your bacon's cool, but Canadian bacon as a whole, it's fake. It's ham. <laughs> um, but, you know, back to the, you know, what's going on with the NHL is, you know, what I think, you know, really could be going on is... You know, they are secretly in their underground bunkers, you know, doing sacrifices to the hockey gods. You know, like in the cabin in the woods, kind of like that, but not that violent. Uh, You know, they're doing their rituals to the hockey gods so the Toronto Maple Leafs will make it past the first round. I think that I think that that legitimately could be what's going on. The NHL is performing ritualistic sacrifices of something. I I, I don't know what. Maybe uh, their self-respect and public image um that could be what they're sacrificing um but (laughs) yeah that's what they're doing you know it it could not it could go farther than just toronto making it past the first round okay it could be you know not only that you know they could be you know trying to have a canadian team go all the way and win the cup um because 
you know, it's obviously been, you know, well, well, well over 20 years since a Canadian team won the Stanley Cup. Hell, I think, you know, the last time a Canadian team even made the Stanley Cup was 2007 when the Ducks won, when uh, Anaheim beat Ottawa. I think that was the last time a Canadian team won the Stanley Cup because, um, you know, obviously the year before the Hurricanes beat Edmonton, you know, it maybe it could be, you know, they're trying to rig it to where a Canadian team or just, you know, a team from a more traditional hockey market wins the Stanley Cup. You know, I, th- I think, you know, they may go as far as to, uh, you know, you know, the Canadian teams as a whole. I mean, they have a division full of Canadian teams. Um, I think, you know, at the end of the day, they'd want uh, Toronto or Edmonton. You know, I'd say Toronto, you know, because they're the cash cow. They'd rake in the most money. But you you, you got to throw Edmonton in there because McDavid and, you know, how good he is. You know, I'm not going to deny how good he is and he kind of feel bad for him, you know, being in Edmonton because, you know, that, you know, with the exception of a couple guys, you know, they haven't really done anything to build around him. Uh, but, you know, yeah, it's, it's interesting. You know, what is going on? Realistically, you know, I've jokes aside, you know, I think, you know, they're just dragging their ass. Um, <laughs> honestly, I just think they're being lazy. Uh, you know, the NFL put their schedules out for the regular season already. I think the NHL is just being lazy. Uh, at the end of the day, I just think that's what it is. Uh, but that and, you know, certain scheduling conflicts, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they, they go from, you know, having like eight games, you know, on one day to one the next. I mean, the NHL and scheduling don't get along. It's not their strong suit. But... At the end of the day, what's taking them so long are their rituals that they're performing in their underground bunker up in Canada somewhere with their fake bacon to ensure that a Canadian team wins the Stanley Cup. That is what's going on. That is what's taking the NHL so long to put out these playoff schedules. Take it to the fucking presses. That's what's going on. That does it for today's episode. I just threw my pen at my laptop. I am scared. Um, but until then, uh, when we find out, you know, if my laptop is messed up at all on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z, uh, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes on Facebook at Locked on Hurricanes Podcast, myself on Twitter and Locker Room at Jared Ellis underscore 96. This has been a shit show. I'm an IPA guy. Uh, shout out to Laura Saba of Locked on Canadians for uh, roasting me about being an IPA guy. That does it for today's episode, folks. I'll talk to you later. Bye.